0: You're listening to Mortgage 101, Your Guide to Home Ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. On this segment, we took calls from listeners. We talked about risk of fraud with mortgages, insurance, title fraud, clearing your mortgage. How to protect yourself against title fraud.
1: Tiny Homes, special regulations, insurance, how they are financed, and rates. Jeannie, hello. Hey, Todd, how are you? Well, you? I'm Good. I've got a question for Clint. Hey, Clint, I appreciate all the information that you provide on on the show. It's, It's so great to always hear your advice. Thank you. So my question is this. I've heard from several people that have told me that it's not a good idea to clear off your mortgage. And the reasoning they've given is, number one, um, if you have no mortgage, then companies won't insure you. And reason number two, if you have no mortgage, that it makes it easier for fraudsters to steal your property. Is any of this true or is it a good idea to work towards clearing your mortgage?
0: Well, you know, I think paying off the mortgage is okay, but I think having a registration on the property is important. Uh, there's certainly a lot of title fraud that's happening across this country and it's specifically happening to seniors and snowbirds people will go away and the fraudsters will come in you know replicate their id and then put a charge on their property then suddenly the property's in foreclosure so i think the key is you can pay off your mortgage but still have a registration on your property so maybe at that point you put a home equity line of credit on there you don't need to use it but as long as it's there and it's registered your title will be protected Personally, I've never heard of insurance company not insuring someone with a mortgage, so I think that might be a fallacy, but I think protecting the title in terms of title fraud, having a registration on there is going to be really important. We're also going to have a guest here on uh, November 30th, our final show of this year uh, from First Canadian Title, and she's going to talk maybe a little bit more about what does title insurance look like, and we can talk maybe a little bit more about title fraud and stuff like that.
1: Okay. And so it's, I guess it's it's safe to assume that not everyone has that registration. I just thought maybe certainly. everyone did.
0: No, a lot of people do not. That A lot of people do own their homes free and clear. But I think when you yeah. do own it free and clear, that does open you up to a situation like title fraud. It is very okay. rare here in Nova Scotia, but I can tell you yeah. it certainly on the increase in areas like Ontario and BC. And as you know, whatever happens there, it takes a few years to come down the road, but it will be coming to Nova Scotia. And, uh, right. you know, we never like to see a person in a situation where, you know, they've had, you know, their title stolen or they've had a fraudulent registration. Again, very rare in Nova Scotia, but you can protect yourself by if your home is free and clear at least having a home equity line of credit on there because technically then the property is tied up so um, certainly talk to your unbiased mortgage professional about you know even putting a registration on there if you do own it free and clear or if you're about to pay off your mortgage then taking that and turning it into a home equity line of credit hopefully that helps sound good Jeannie. yes
1: sounds great thank you so much okay
0: thanks for the call tracy hello
1: Hello. I just have a quick question for you guys about um, tiny homes, just because I know that's coming into the community here mm-hmm. now. it's
0: More popular for in sure. In other
1: provinces as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are the stipulations for getting a mortgage for a tiny home? Like, do you have to own the property or is there a specific way that they finance? Mm-hmm. Is it just done like an RV loan? I'm just
0: yeah there's there's a couple different ways so the most most of the tiny homes that we are seeing are on a foundation so they're a okay. home uh but very very small square footage so maybe they're like a one bedroom or a two bedroom and typically when we say small square footage i'm talking like sub 700 square feet like we had one the other day that was okay. 500 or 495 square feet and typically okay. those types of properties need to be insured With the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation. So typically, when we're doing a, a transaction on a tiny home, we'll do it as a purchase. But it might not okay. be able to be refinanced down the road because really uh, the whole idea with the tiny home is that they need to have that insurance because that's providing the lender with an extra layer of protection. It's basically uh, protecting the loan 100%, especially uh, if they okay. do get the insurance from the Canadian Mortgage Housing Corporation. So the one that I, I did just recently, the borrower were put down 20%, but we still insured it with the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation because then it gave the bank the security that if something did go wrong and they had to foreclose on that property, uh, CMHC sure. then would provide uh, all the coverage. And they're certainly becoming more and more popular, and banks are changing their appetite into you know lending on tiny homes. But I would say, okay. by and large, the, the types of transactions we're seeing, are a purchase and majority of these purchases are being high ratio insured. Now, let's say this tiny home is not on a foundation. Let's say it's on a like a trailer or uh, it's on wheels or something like that. That would be financed either like an RV or it might be financed like a mobile home. And we don't do those types of financing ourselves, but there are lenders Mm -hmm. out there that will do it like credit unions and some of the big banks. So if it's one that's more like a a mobile home or an RV, that would definitely be a transaction that would not be in our purview, Um, but we can certainly point people in the right direction. But the tiny homes that we're doing are are, are on a foundation. So you have to have a foundation,
1: in order to have it financed like a mortgage, are rates the same kind of way, or are they considered high ratio just because it's a tiny home? Like, does that, does it, it yeah, well, that's, a, that,
0: I think that's a really good question. If we're able to get CMHC insurance, you would get the mm-hmm. same rate that uh, anybody with CMHC insurance would get. So typically, if you have a high ratio mortgage, so if someone puts down less than 20%, they're all insured either with Canadian Mortgage Housing Corporation, Sajin, or Canada Guarantee. Mm -hmm. Um, And those Mm -hmm. are right now the best rates that we can get in the marketplace. So you actually get a better rate with the insurance than you would with a normal conventional mortgage uh, just because the banks do have that insurance and they're able to access a lower cost of funds. Um, So it's always always having a lower rate when you have the insurance, which I know seems strange. So we have clients that come Mm -hmm. In and put in, put down five percent. They're getting a lower rate than customers coming in and putting down twenty percent.
1: Okay, so when you buy a tiny home, it is also required that you put twenty percent down. I guess
0: not necessarily. No, no, we're, we we okay. we we have done them at with five percent down. Wow. Yep. So okay. if if, and, if um, CMHC will insure it, we can do that five percent down for sure. I was just giving the example okay. of this last one. We did end up being twenty percent down, but we still insured it with the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation. I
1: understand. Mm-hmm. So then you have. Do you pay de transfer tax i guess if you're going to own the land you yeah
0: if it, if it's on a foundation you own the land there would still be de transfer tax so that would that would definitely okay. be a be a thing and though and the, this last one that we did was on their own piece of land
1: and if we buy land on its own and from my understanding we don't pay oh no we would pay
0: transfer tax we just wouldn't pay cmhc fees. you would pay the transfer tax on the land and if you did it as like yep. a turnkey type situation uh and we did a high ratio yeah. mortgage there still would be a cmhc premium
1: okay tracy out of time hopefully okay. that uh does okay. it for you thank you no, it's great. Thank okay, you. Okay, great stuff. Uh, we had a couple of people we didn't get to. Uh, for that, we apologize, but it just speaks to the uh, importance and the interest in all of this stuff, Clinton, right?
0: I know. It's 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 great. And we're going to be back here on November 30th. We have another couple of great guests lined up, and we're going to be taking your calls, which mm-hmm. is awesome. So if we didn't get to you today, save your question, or if you didn't get up the gumption to call us, yeah. you can certainly save you get a your question. You. How do people get a hold of you? They can uh, visit us online at teamclinton.ca slash radio. We have hundreds of blog posts on there. can you can find clips of uh, Todd's our show and our show from yeah. uh, Mortgage One Hundred and One. Lots of great content. You can contact us uh, on there and uh, links to our social media. So certainly check it out. And you know, I thank all the listeners for tuning in. This is our second show of Financial Literacy Month. I think November is so important, and uh, we're going to continue pumping out that education. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at TeamClinton.ca.